You are now listening to The Model Health Show with Sean Stevenson. For more, visit themodelhealthshow.com. Welcome to The Model Health Show. This is fitness and nutrition expert Sean Stevenson, and I'm so grateful for you tuning in with me today. I am super excited about this episode. This topic is a long time coming. Today, we're focusing on our teeth. All right, we're focusing on oral care. What are the best practices? What are the things to avoid? I know that for a lot of people, this is a big place of concern. You know, how do we handle issues of things like gingivitis and, and uh, issues with cavities and things of that nature? What about whitening our teeth? What do we do? Now today, I think you're going to have an entirely new paradigm shift take place and understanding what you're actually seeing when you see your teeth and your gums. And it is phenomenal. We've got one of the top experts in the world on dental health here today to share her incredible insights with you. And just in the context of looking at things from a, a bigger perspective today, a lot of us are shifting over and we're avoiding toxic products, you know, deodorants that have known carcinogens, things like aluminum in them and our toothpaste, and we're getting more natural uh, versions of those things. But are we truly aware when we have a product that has 30 different ingredients in it, do we know what it's doing to our teeth and to our gums and to the microbiome in our mouth? Now, this is one of the other big paradigms and understanding we don't just have a gut microbiome, we also have a microbiome in our mouth. And it is really the front line of protection for our health because our interaction with many of the things that we consume before it even gets to our gut microbiome, it's going through the front line of our mouth microbiome. And some of the things that we're doing today, largely for so many people, are really just destroying the microbiome in our mouth. And we're inhibiting the, not just the health of our teeth, but our overall health and our ability to digest our food properly, our ability to absorb nutrients, even if we're not taking care of this mouth microbiome. And so, again, really, really excited about this episode. We're gonna talk about taking care of your teeth. We're gonna talk about uh, preventing cavities, even what to do if you have some cavities brewing, and how to take care if you got the stank breath, all right? Now, this is another thing that's grown in, in public awareness, things like, you know, halitosis, you know, chronically stank breath. You know, what do we do? What are the different aspects of that? And so we're gonna talk about all that stuff because I know for many people, myself included, it's just like, okay, we'll go natural, have some natural deodorant, but don't do that if you're gonna be around me, you know, smelling like outside you know, smelling like uh, a farm, you know. Let's, I wanna do this, but still be sexy. You know, I wanna do this and still be able to, you know, have a conversation and not offend somebody because, you know, your, your mouth smells like last year. You feel me? So how can we do this stuff? Have great oral care, taking a natural approach, but still having the sexy be a continuous thread through it all, all right? So with that said, we gotta talk about sexy nutrition really quickly. And since we're talking about the topic of our teeth and really the bed that they lay in is our gums. Our gums are, as we're gonna hear about today, so important in our overall health. And we even know that uh, with inflammation in the gums, we see this you know, higher levels of things like C-reactive protein, but this is a huge indicator of systemic inflammation, our gums, having inflammation, inflamed gums also is a big parallel to issues like heart disease, right? So, which is a huge thing. And this is something that is pretty well known today. And you just go to Dr. Google and check out that correlation between gum disease and heart issues. It's shocking. So we wanna really take care of our gums. And I just came across this study, and this was actually conducted in 2012, found that turmeric, the compounds in turmeric, can actually prevent gum disease. In this particular study, they found that it was able to remove plaque, remove nefarious bacteria, and help to reduce inflammation. And again, we don't think about that in terms of food. When we think about, you know, helping to prevent gingivitis, I remember seeing the commercials, right? Listerine, let me go ahead and just burn everything in my mouth, try and burn down the whole house. You think about this in the context of our gut microbiome. We know that taking haphazard antibiotic treatments it destroys everything. It really turns the entire cascade of bacteria upside down. It doesn't care if it's a good bacteria or not. Same thing with our mouth. Natural, real, food-based 
ingredients like turmeric or one of those things that help from the inside out to protect your gums. And for me, I get in my healthy daily dose of turmeric through incredible blends from Organifi. Their gold formula, the hallmark ingredient is organic turmeric. They also have in that formula ginger, reishi mushroom, which is great for improving your sleep, and also turkey tail mushroom. And both of those have really powerful immunomodulating effects that are great for helping your oral care as well. And it tastes amazing. That's one of the big things to communicate. Cinnamon is another thing that's great for your oral health as well. And it has coconut milk, blends great if you have some, uh, you know, something like some unsweetened almond milk, mixing it with that. I love adding this to smoothies too. A lot of folks, funny enough, have this at night to help them to relax and improve their sleep quality. That's the thing I hear the most when people do the gold is that it helps them to sleep better. And it's probably a big result of the turmeric doing its thing and also the reishi mushroom in there too. And so, huge fan of the gold. Pop over there, check it out. It's Organifi.com forward slash model. That's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com forward slash model. And you get 20% off their gold formula, the green juice formula, the red juice, and even their daily turmeric, which I'm another, I travel with that. I love that one so much. And again, there's so many benefits from reducing inflammation, to helping to improve the health of our gums. Ah, and as you're gonna learn today, it's super important. So again, Organifi.com forward slash model for 20% off everything that they carry. And now let's get to our Apple Podcast Review of the Week. Another five-star review titled New Adventures by Coben Girl. I feel each time I listen to a new podcast, I'm experiencing wonderful adventures. I learn a lot and I'm truly inspired. Keep it going, please. Awesome, it's totally my pleasure. We're going on a wonderful adventure today as well. And if you've yet to do so, please pop over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review for the show. I appreciate it so much. And on that note, let's get to our special guest and topic of the day. Our guest today is Nadine Artemis, and she is an innovative visionary and wellness and beauty expert, author of two hit books, including Renegade Beauty and The Complete Guide to Healthy Teeth and Gums. She's a creator of Living Libations, a luxury line of organic, wildcrafted, non-GMO serums, elixirs, and essential oils for those seeking the purest of the pure botanical natural health, immune-enhancing, and beauty products on the planet. And a little fun fact is that so many leaders in the health space turn to Nadine's wisdom to take care of their own teeth and their own oral care. And I'm so grateful to have her on today. And so we're gonna jump into this conversation with Nadine Artemis. You know, when I asked him to throw me this pen, mm-hmm. it made me think about uh, my wife and she gets kind of cocky about stuff, you know, like, see, I can do it. I threw her something yesterday and she caught it and she thinks it's her, but it's actually a good throw <laughs> is what makes it work. You know what I mean? Um, but you got an interesting throw from your environment, you know, from your parents. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering, and I was, I'm so excited to have you here, but I was wondering what got her interested in health and wellness. And so I was just, you know, researching you, looking into some of your background and um, your environment didn't necessarily say, hey, health and wellness. So can you tell me where did that interest come from? Talk a little bit about your dynamic, because your sure. mom was very much into art and such a dynamic person there. You had an entrepreneur, mm-hmm. parent. Mm-hmm. Well, the great thing, too, about my mom is she, you know, there's three of us kids, and she really was able to somehow really guide each person's talent. So my brothers and sister sisters are very, we're all very diverse, very different people. So that was a testament to her loving us equally, but seeing the individuation. Mm-hmm. So there was that, um, but we also, we had a cottage. (laughs) And which is like a country home or like a lakeside home in Canada. And there was just, I was immersed in nature all summer long. And it was just like you went out after breakfast and you came home at nine at night. Mm. And I was left to my own devices and I could like stare at a patch of grass or like build forts with leaves and things. And I was just so into like grinding plants and mixing things, even, you know, just mud and stuff like that and putting it on my body. So I had this inclination then. And then when I wasn't at the cottage, I would definitely be raiding my mother's bathroom and mixing like her expensive perfumes with the skull and crossbones things under the sink. (laughs) (laughs) You're a little chemist. Little chemist in the early, early years. Um, But so fond of nature 
and it was really like once it's being taken away, like sort of when you go to university and all that, it's like, I got to get back there for sure. But I also, um, I did a science fair project in grade nine. Uh, I didn't know what I was going to do, so I was researching the library, and I found a book that was geared to a younger audience about making cosmetics, and I was thrilled because I, my bathroom was just just bottles and I got all the hand-me-downs. It was really crazy in there in my teens. Um, but it was a chapter on perfumery and it talked about like the whole history of it and how they came from plants and that was like radical information back then. And it really talked about the history of Egypt which I was very fascinated by because my great-grandfather was um, actually the president of the London Egyptology Society and he would go on archaeological digs as the illustrator so he would do the paintings of what they were finding. That was back in the 1800s. Wow. So I was just really resonating with that. And the book talked about the distillation of plants being essential oils and that today you could find them at the health food store. Back, but today being back then. And so my mom took me to the big city. We went to Toronto and, and I found my first essential oils. And then I recreated L'Air de Temps with natural essential oils for the project. And so that was really fun. You know, but then I'm still, you know, being a teen and exploring and then the, sort of the, the first inkling of green beauty came out with the body shop and so I thought that was pretty cool. But then I get to university, I'm skipping school and I'm watching Lisa Bonet on TV talk about, um, you know, diet, it was Diet for a New America and it was the first I'd heard of like, you know, health and environment being connected to the food that we're eating and so that opened up a whole thing and in that period, it was about a month long period, I. I stopped eating processed food, I only ate organic, and then I really started reading labels and understanding what I was looking at at the supermarket, which totally led me to going, what am I putting on my body? So within a month, I just eliminated all of that and I started diving into creating my own cosmetics in earnest as I was going through university and learning other things. So it was really neat. And then at university, I was diving into, I was really bored first year, but then I discovered women's studies. Mm. And the cool thing about that, I mean, our textbooks were things like our bodies ourselves. Mm. We were getting educated on like, you know, the horrors of IUDs and birth controls. I was doing projects on midwifery. I was doing papers on Madonna and um, my thesis was on the female orgasm. So that was amazing. I was diving into that and then looking at also the history of women's bodies. It hasn't been a good story in Western culture or really in many parts of the world. And so I was doing all that and then making things which I really feel are connected because we also have a history of putting toxins and poisons on our body that we're being marketed to. And yeah. you know, we've been experimented on, you know, from medicinal things and all of that. So it really gelled and then I was like needing to find ingredients that I couldn't because I was reading these older books and I had to get a whiff of like what formulas or, or raw materials were like smelling like in the, in the like Egyptian times. Why were they putting those things together? And you know, what did Angelica or Immortelle smell like? So I was starting to import essential oils because there wasn't the quality available back then. And um, then six months after graduating, I opened up North America's first full concept aromatherapy store and I had all my little formulas out and we had the blending bar and everything, so. Let's talk about the blending bar, what does that mean? Yeah, so it was really fun. It was a fun concept and um, yeah, we'd make custom blended perfumes for people. So people would come in um, and then we make, it was really fun. That's where I first met Alanis Morissette because she'd heard about the store. And then, my, and then we had a mutual friend and, and our, the friend was like, oh my God, I know her, we can go to the store. So we, we met after one of her concerts in Toronto. And then she came and she was just like a kid in the candy store, just smelling everything. And I was making a blend for her. And then what was really neat too, is we also sold essential oils by the drop or you could you know buy bottles. So people would come in with little things and get like a drop of rose and everything. It was really awesome. Oh my gosh, so cool. Um, I just want to go back yeah. and just, First of all, shout out to Lisa Bonet. Yeah. Uh, oh my gosh. Wow. Yeah. I of course saw her on the Cosby Show, but a different yeah. world. I was like, yeah, yeah, was, yeah. You know, young crush. But <laughs> I saw she also um, shouted you out. She uh, is one of the people who reviewed your book. Yeah, which was well. so amazing. And then it was such a neat thing it was a few years ago we were at a birthday party here in Topanga and mutual friends. So she comes up to me and I'm like, you know, and she's looking familiar. But she comes up and she's like, oh my God, I just heard your whole breast talk and it was just so amazing. Oh and so she was thanking me and I was like, oh my God. But 
truly you instigate like knowing what she said about food it was totally connected to like on you know dissecting beauty care products so it was like she was such a catalyst for me it was such a fun full circle moment those things happen all the time yeah. when you're paying attention to and you're just like in on your purpose and so with with that being said your purpose and i would love if you could uh it was such an interesting concept to make the store in the way that you made it you know custom things because these essential oils there's different things and different things for different people at different times can you first share what essential oils, what mm -hmm. does that mean? Yes, yeah, it can get confusing. Because essential oils actually aren't oily. They're not fat, there's no fat in them. Um, so they're actually volatile um, plant extracts that are made generally through the process of distillation. So you'll have like, a, you know, you'll harvest lavender and that will be in a, in a distillation unit, there'll be a heat source underneath. And then the essential oil, it's kind of like the blood of a plant. Um, and not all plants have it. It's an aromatic molecule and it's part of the, the plant's defense system. And so then that becomes, the oil becomes uh, just vapor. And then it goes through a cooling coil where then it, it comes sort of back to life in its solid form of a liquid. Um, but it doesn't meld with water in the sense that like it's an oil that doesn't mix with water, but it is an oil. And then they'll skim that off the water and what's left would be like lavender water or rose water, if you've heard of those terms. Mm -hmm. And then the essential oil, which, you know, it takes uh, so many plants to make a few drops. So for example, rose is more expensive because it takes 60 rose heads to make one drop of rose auto essential oil. So I, lo I love all plants and extracts, but essential oils just have such a special quality. They're so multifaceted because there's the sense of smell. So it's speaking to us on an emotional and sort of psycho-spiritual level. However, if you couldn't smell, if you had a bottle of rosemary under your nose and you can't smell it, it's still working on the body on a physiological way. So those molecules will travel up through the nose, activate the hypothalamus, and then it, the molecules go and do their work, whether it's helping the lungs or liver. or So they're very, very medicinal as well. So they're beautiful. You can make a perfume or they're hardcore medicine because to varying degrees, all essential oils are antifungal, antiviral, antibacterial, and anti-inflammatory. Wow. So they're potent. This is so important because we tend to think of just, when we think about nutrition, now more people are aware like what you put on your skin yeah. or you know, what you're ingesting via your mouth, but also you know, your olfactory senses of like, the things that you're breathing in. Yeah. But I think that it's important to, to, to realize that the most important nutrient in our life is oxygen yeah. and we're breathing it in. So this should just give us a little parallel that the things you breathe have an incredible impact on every cell in your body. And also the things that you smell, like it's in you now, you yeah. know? Yeah, scent is a brother to breath. Mm. And so, yeah, we wanna inhale good smelling stuff because otherwise we can't escape it. Yeah. Like nothing like just being behind exhaust or like a, an elevator of yeah. cologne. And you can't or escape. a sun on a high protein diet. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. That's what I thought about. But <laughs> so, just with that, there's so many things I want to ask you about. And we can just talk about um, all the different dynamics with essential oil. But I would really love to know what shifted your attention to oral care. Mm -hmm. Because this is such a, it's so crazy that we compartmentalize this, right? It's mm -hmm. just like dental health is separate from the rest of your body, right? Yeah but it's so interconnected. What's going on with your mouth is a huge uh, indication of things that are even happening with your cardiovascular system. Absolutely, or even could end up being a preterm pregnancy. It's so connected, yeah. So in that time when at university I'm exploring and doing all those things, also at the same time, because I'm then buying every book at the health food store and seeing like, oh my God, if you have a headache, it's like this, this, and this, or maybe you're constipated or something. It's not just like, oh, take a Tylenol. So I was really like all new information um, back then, especially for me, and it wasn't like it is today. So that being said, I kind of understood a lot to do with the body and the systems, but then when it came to teeth, I felt a gap and there wasn't books. Like there, there was a lot I could find out about the body and oh, I've got, you know, any kind of little, all those little ailments we, all seem to have like eczema or so you know what I mean there was so many solutions for that naturally and not the teeth 
and of course, you know, I had to take care of my teeth. You're, you know, I'm in, in my twenties. Um, you're out on your own. You're no longer on like the family dental plan. And um, the first, I remember at 22, finding out about mercury and fully having those removed right away. I mean, the moment I understood the truth about that. But then I'm going to the what was a holistic dentist back then. She wasn't too holistic, but the hygienist was really good. And so she was saying, well, you know, your gums are in good condition, but you have a cavity starting here. And she said, but you can take care of it. So that was also revolutionary. I didn't, I mean, once you had a cavity, you just got it filled. So she's like, go home and work with all those things you work with. And then I, I, that I did. And I came up with, um, that was the first formula for the happy gum drops. And I applied it and I worked with it. And then I went back in six months to x-ray it and it was gone. The beginning of the cavity. So that was fascinating to learn. And then that started sort of a revolution. And then I was like making more dental care lines and that sort of stuff. But then also just like, really there was a gap in how to take care of our teeth on a daily level so I believe it was around 209 and I had a lot of information I put together so I I just self-published my own dental book and people were like you won't get published I was like I don't care because it just needs to be out there but that's actually what led to getting published just on a on a note of anybody that's self-publishing and there was I just started to see the whole interconnection and you know researching people like Dr. Weston Price or Dr. Melvin Page and then I came across and Dr. Hal Huggins and I came across this really rare book of Dr. Hal Huggins who was such a pioneer in dental work and and telling us about mercury since 1963 and it was this book called Why Raise Ugly Kids because he has such a sense of humor and it was all different kinds of things it was a really good dental chapter and there was one line where he said all of his dental knowledge was like washed away like a sandcastle on the beach because he met with Dr. Steinem and he explained that there's a dentineal lymph fluid a dentineal lymph system so our teeth have their own lymphatic system and that that's how cavities are formed. It's not the acidogenic theory of acids and sugars sitting on the teeth. It's of course a deep alchemical system in our body that has to do with hormones and the hypothalamus and all of that. So yeah, so we chew food, the substrates are activating the parotid glands and the hypothalamus, which is sending messengers. And so from our digestive system, the blood trend comes up with all the nutrients up to the tooth area and the tooth is like a tree where the roots are drawing up the nutrients and then in a centrifugal fashion, upwards and inwards up to the surface of, it goes through the pulp chamber and then the odontoblast, this is all happening on a microscopic level, they push out the dentinal lymph fluid onto the surface of the tooth like this microscopic sweat. And then that coalesces with the saliva to heal, repair the teeth and prevent cavities. When we're getting stressed, we don't have enough nutrients, we don't have magnesium, we don't have K2, D3, like all those beautiful nutrients, or we're talking on the cell phone by our parotid gland all day, or there's a lot of fluoride affecting the glandular system, you know, all those types of things, then that dentineal lymph fluid system stagnates, so then the nutrients aren't getting to the teeth, or in worse conditions, it begins to reverse and then the tooth becomes like a straw sucking in viruses and bacteria into the tooth and that's the genesis of how cavities are formed so of course it's fully systemic yeah that's incredible because that's like demystifying something that has impacted probably the vast majority of people and we think again you know, sugar, but it's a different route with the sugar. Yeah, and it's more about your blood it. sugar levels. Yeah. Yeah. Because we tend to treat it just the surface, yeah. right? We're doing the window dressing. And we I sure love are. that analogy of it being like the roots and mm-hmm. the tree. Um, and you mentioned, you know, even the cell phone. I, I remember coming across some research, this was years ago, about this sharp increase in parotid gland tumors mm. uh, since the advent of cell phones. And it's just like, for me, I'm very analytical and I'm just looking at like, how does that even make sense? But all of these different waves, again, we talked about the aromas, like it's particles, like we're absorbing. Mm -hmm. There's waves and frequencies. And even like in, you know, if we talk about uh, Wi-Fi, it's able to travel through walls, you know, different frequencies. Your your body is like, we are very sensitive and we're kind of electromagnetic. I was going to say we're atoms, electrical. You know, so yeah. stuff travels through us easy. 
And the closer we put these dangerous, and there's even like warnings on cell phones, well, they used to be, <laughs> like don't hold it up to your head. Like where am I supposed to put it? You know what I mean? <laughs> and so because like we have to be aware of this stuff. I'm glad that you brought that up. So you mentioned this concept of we have an internal toothbrush. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. So talk a little bit more about yeah, that. Yeah, I love that because of course, you know, we have so much uh, decay right now, but of course we weren't born with a toothbrush in our hand. So I feel like, you know, sure, we're gonna take care of our teeth, but what what if we get out of the way? What's the body's natural system to actually take care of our teeth? Mm. And it's this fluid that comes out onto the teeth, this sort of microscopic sweat. That prevents cavities, it prevents biofilms, it prevents all the buildup. Because, I, you know, we wanna to get to that place where like, what if we didn't have toothpaste or anything? Like, the teeth are designed to stay in the body, you know, so mm. we gotta figure that out. And the thing that also, was different from what I thought of teeth growing up because it was just seemed like the teeth, they grew, and if there's a, you know, if a cavity comes, again, you're filling it, it's like, it's a set, it's a done deal. What I didn't understand, but what I know is true, is that the teeth are alive, the mouth is alive, and it's connected to the rest of the body. So whatever condition your mouth is in right now, it can improve. You know, gum pockets can come back down. You don't have to necessarily have gum surgery. Enamel can heal. You can get whiter teeth without bleach. You know, we can rebalance the microbiome in our mouths. Mm. And I want to talk about all these things. Uh, the first thing I want to cover, since we just left there, let's yeah. talk about whitening. Yeah. Because even that, like it's so weird that we think we're kind of trying to polish the teeth or buffer, buffer our teeth yeah. with a toothbrush. Mm -hmm but our teeth are not what they appear to be. Yes, yeah, I love that uh, understanding about whiteness because we're a bit obsessed. Again, it's sort of the surface veneer stuff that we keep trying to tackle with health, but it doesn't really work. So the enamel is actually transparent like a window and it reflects the in, inner, inside of the tooth. So that if the dentin and the dent, the pulp chamber is healthy, and I think of it as like fat, because you've hopefully had getting all those fat soluble vitamins, then that will reflect out, and, the, and then you'll look like you have whiter teeth, because then you're reflecting that out. So if there is, so hopefully having a good diet, and like I, you know, there can't, if there's really like nutrients lacking, you're gonna see that gray, glassy teeth. I don't know if you've ever seen people mm -hmm. with that because the nutrients aren't getting there and no amount of bleach is gonna clear that up either. So whiteness really comes from within. Now, if you're doing all that, but you're still feeling a bit of discoloration, it could be older calculus or tartar buildup. And then, you know, a lot of our of our people are eating pigment-rich foods. And so the spirulina, the red wine, the blueberries can be discoloring just the calculus and plaque buildup. So you right. want to make sure you're going to, you know, have a, have a clean mouth to start. And a lot of holistic dentists have um, a salt spray they use. And it's kind of like, you know, when they sandblast old buildings. And so you can kind of salt blast your teeth. And that's a great way that, the, and if, once you have that done, your teeth are going to be so white, you don't need the bleach. And then you'll just clear off all the old plaque. So yeah. we don't need, because the, the bleaching will set you into a cycle of thinning teeth that are eventually yellowing and you get in a vicious cycle of needing the bleach more and more. That's scary. And then yeah. of course, and this is super important to talk about. Um, I mean, I grew up, I remember when the toothpaste came out, it was like aqua fresh. And then, and also, you know, in the commercial, they show this huge whipping cream on top of your toothbrush. And it says use a pea size amount because yeah. it's poisonous. Yeah. But these different whitening toothbrushes. And maybe harmful as swallowed. Yeah. yeah. So let's talk about that because so many of these, and I know people listen, it's like, well, I got to have my crest, you know, yeah, it keeps yeah, me right. Yeah. Let's talk about what the potential downside is with these conventional toothpaste. So many, so many things. I do tell people, if you get sea salt, baking soda, I mean, I make a beautiful line of dental serums, but even forget that. Just ditch everything you have and go for just baking soda and sea salt. If you did that for the rest of your life, you'd be a million times better off than using things from the drugstore. There's so many issues with that. I kind of have this thing where I say stop, seal, and seed. So to stop, you want to stop using the crest, the triclosan, the sodium lauryl sulfate that's creating bleeding gums. Mm. And then allowing, once you have bleeding gums, then all the chemicals from the toothpaste is going into your body even faster. Because the gums are like our front line of defense. Yeah, and they're only one cell thin. They're, it's like, it's the epithelium. So it's everything's going so in. So it's like leaky gums. It is. Yeah, yeah. I, I said that in my book. I kind of made up that 
leaky gums and the cavity is kind of like a leaky tooth and of course it's connected to leaky guts and all that but yes yeah, see we wanted the um mouthwashes yeah we Just gotta stop leaking and leaking our energy <laughs> <laughs> list um and then like not to get into brand names but i guess it doesn't matter but that like alcohol mouthwashes Oh, you can just Google it. It's like something like 36,000 cases of oral cancer You can say year. Listerine, <laughs> you know, out here messing people up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's, it's like, and that's like, right, your toothpaste, your mouthwash that you swig, it's like not helping. And then, so besides the chemicals, which I feel like we've kind of all been getting to know since the 90s, we're like, oh yeah, all these chemicals we're putting on our body. But now, with understanding the microbiome, mm -hmm. now we know not only these chemicals um, disrupting our endocrine system, they're messing with the microbiome, they're mutating microbes and beneficial bacteria that we need in our mouths to keep it all in balance. The beneficial bacteria will keep that strep bacteria from preventing the cavities. And then and then also even antibiotics. So if you got more serious and you need the antibiotic toothpaste or mouthwash, it can't bust through those biofilms. But what's really neat now that we know about the microbiome and we know that essential oils, things like tea tree, myrrh, frankincense, neem, cardamom, cinnamon clove, they've been used for centuries for oral care. And now through scientific research, we can see that they are able to inhibit quorum sensing of the pathogens. They stop up, stop the pathogens, pathogen parties from like communicating and growing. Mm -hmm. And they're able to bust through the biofilms, clean them up and still be friendly to the friendly bacteria. Oh, so yeah. it, they're amazing for oral care. Uh, people, I hope <laughs> you hear this. Our mouths have their own microbiome, yeah. and it is our front line of protection along with the gums. And when you damage that microbiome, same thing with our gut microbiome, we're inviting in pathogenic uh, bacteria, um, we're inviting in problems. And so when we're using these very harsh, I remember being a kid and um, that brown Listerine, oh. come on. I mean, it, it's just so nasty, but it's just like, it made you feel, when you switch with that, it just makes you feel like 30 years older, you know? <laughs> but it's just like, we're supposed to do that. And also it's just, it's painful. Like some of that stuff would actually be so painful burning Constant. your mouth because of the alcohol and what other, what other chemicals in there. But I wanna address this because a lot of people also like, I want that minty fresh feeling in my mouth. How do we go with the natural um, treatments without having stank mouth? Oh, well, you know? the great thing is you'll it, it eradicates stank mouth to a, re, a more root level yeah. because you've got actual mint with its anti-inflammatory, antibacterial mm. qualities that are actually dealing with those um, gases and those VOCs that are coming up from the guts or the body. So you're actually really getting to the root of it because it's clearing up the bacteria that causes the odor mm -hmm. rather than just a synthetic aroma or taste of mint that's only the taste of it. Mm -hmm. And obviously, you know, it's going to yep. be minty fresh, but it's not dealing with anything. Right. It actually has a purpose. Yeah. It actually is doing something <laughs> beneficial. That's so cool. Um, so while we're talking about the oral health and also another uh, area to, to care for, what about the tongue? Yeah, we got a tongue scrape. Yeah, it's and that's so easy. If you don't have one, you can just use like a spoon upside down, and clear that out. Um, yeah, it's just so good to clear the tongue, and, and once you do it, you you won't go back. Yeah, and yeah. that helps with breath too. Yeah, it's yeah. one of the things. I mean, I'm just gonna confess. Yeah. it's like one of the things I look for when you know, uh, from watching something, you know, somebody, you know, social media. I'm like, oh, their tongue is like so, oh, you know. Yeah. You could see, first, it's like, you know, they might have a coating there, but then it's like coffee on the coating. You know what I mean? Dear Miley Cyrus, when she had a phase where she was sticking out her tongue. Yeah, it wasn't looking too right. No, it was, <laughs> it was funny. And there were some online, like, acupuncture people, like, because yeah. there's the Chinese, um, traditional Chinese medicine, it has great analysis of tongue health. Yeah, I don't want people acting weird, like, well, now I got to make sure, you know, yeah, my yeah. it's just something I, I think about because of just, looking into oral care. And that's why I'm so happy to do this episode and having the very best person to talk about this stuff. Um, but we have to clean that freaking tongue, clean mm -hmm. your tongue. We have eight steps that are in my books and also on our site, mm -hmm. and it will take you through the steps that will, including tongue scraping, to really help turn your mouth around. Or if you haven't been to the dentist in a while, do those steps for three to six months yeah. and you'll have a much more successful appointment. Ah, so awesome. 
So you mentioned biofilm a couple mm -hmm. of times. Can you talk a little bit more about what that is exactly? Yeah, so we can get them internally in the body, you know, in yeah. heart health and that. And in the mouth, it just it's like a colony of bacteria that can't fully be penetrated. And then it's like they, they set up sort of a hotel system and they're, they move in. And we do want to bust through those biofilms because it actually inhibits the teeth from having, the, they actually have their own respiration system. So the teeth need to breathe. And even, so we want to bust the biofilms, but even in a, in a natural toothpaste, like at the health food store, you may find stuff with glycerin in it, which seems like an, an innocuous ingredient, but it actually coats the teeth, isn't mm. removed from rinsing, and blocks that breathing. It blocks the saliva from doing its job. There's a song called Glycerin. Who sings that song? Hmm. I know somebody knows. Bush. Bush. Yeah. See? I know somebody in the studio is going to know it. It's a good song, by the way, but not good for your teeth. Not good yeah, for your teeth. Just listen to the song. Oh, my God. This is so good. And we're going to talk. I want to talk about toothbrushes. I want to talk about something that I think about even when I'm watching old movies. And we're going to do that right after this quick break. So sit tight. We'll be right back. Don't sleep on sleep. Today, there is a big revolution happening to improve our sleep quality because we're understanding finally just how much our sleep quality impacts our physical performance, our brain function, and literally impacts our body composition. Sleep deprivation is something that can directly lead to increased fat gain and an inability to lose weight as well. With great sleep, we see an increased ability to burn fat, like the research that was done by the International Association for the Study of Obesity that found that our sleep quality, namely a sleep-related hormone called melatonin that everybody's heard of, increases your body's production of something called brown adipose tissue. This is a type of fat that actually burns fat. And the reason that it's brown versus the white adipose tissue is brown adipose tissue has a lot more mitochondria. And these are the energy power plants in our cells, very metabolically active tissue that we build more of when we get great sleep. Now, the issue today is getting that great sleep. And there's tons of lifestyle factors, but there's also a nutrition component. And there's a study that was published in the journal Pharmacology, Biochemistry, and Behavior that found that the renowned medicinal mushroom reishi was able to, number one, significantly decrease sleep latency. This means you fall asleep faster when you have reishi. They also found that this increased overall sleep time for study participants. And they found that th this increased the sleep efficiency by improving the non-REM deep sleep and improving our light REM sleep as well. This comprehensive approach to improving sleep, it's not pounding our sleep into submission, what we see with conventional drugs and things of that nature, where it's kind of like pseudo sleep. This is actually improving your sleep quality, your sleep efficiency by utilizing Rishi. Now, the only Rishi that I use is from Four Sigmatic because it's dual extracted, where they're doing an alcohol extract and a hot water extract. So they're actually extracting all of the nutrients from the mushroom that you think you're getting with Company X, all right? You're actually getting those compounds. With the hot water extract, you're getting the beta-glucan related compounds. And then with the alcohol extract, you're getting more of the hormonal compounds. And I think these are really important for sleep, like the terpenes and things in that category and so much more. So make sure to use foursigmatic.com forward slash model to get your hands on this and so much more. So that's F-O-U-R-S-I-G-M-A-T-I-C.com forward slash model. You get 15% off their Rishi Elixir and all of their medicinal mushroom elixirs, coffees, hot cocos, and so much more. I love Four Sigmatic. I literally have them every single day, one of their different products. Today I had my Lion's Mane coffee mix. So, so good. And it has all of these benefits as well. If you're still drinking standard coffee, what are you doing? You need to get these benefits from the Four Sigmatic coffee mixes. Now, head over and check them out ASAP because these are absolutely game-changing. The coffee mix, great for in the morning. Rishi, great for in the evening and winding down. And they've got all of this research to back it up. And this is what it's all about, is having more education so that we're executing on the things that really do work, that have a clinically proven benefit, and we can actually enjoy ourselves and have a good time along the way. And again, that's foursigmatic.com forward slash model for 15% off everything. And now back to the show. All right, we're back and we're talking with Nadine Artemis about our oral care, the care of our teeth, our gums, our tongue. And it's really important for us to understand that 
we get a real glimpse into our health when we take a look at what's happening with our mouth, with our teeth. And the funny thing is, it's like we, there's so many things about us we can't see that's happening internally. And our teeth are kind of like internal, but then you can open up and see them. And there's some data that I'd love for you to talk about relating uh, like gum disease and things like that to issues with our heart, mm -hmm. for example. So how is that? Yeah, possible? isn't that neat? It was that plaque and sort of swallowing that plaque all the time. And there's a, the heart doctor, Stephen Sinatra. Yeah. He says, if you floss regularly, you could add seven years to your life because you're not swallowing all that plaque into your body. And that's what I was saying before about pre, like having early, um, early birth, pre, premature birth, mm -hmm. is hooked up to um, gum disease in the mouth. It can be just literally because if there's you know gum disease, which apparently 98% of the North American population has. So that's an issue. And also um, in my book, I have a chapter on vaginal health. Um, but I go into there and I talk about, because there's a vaginal microbiome, and the oral microbiome, if it's off, it can affect that for women, and it can actually be a root cause of infertility. Wow. Yeah. And we don't think about we that We don't think all, about it Because we think all. we're separate. Everything yeah. is separate. Yeah, and that's you know, really how I definitely remember being raised like that. And then you also, like, so your mouth is this separate thing, and then there's also some, no sovereignty. Like, you hand over, like, I'm just going to go to the doctor. You know, mm -hmm. there was no, like collaboration or partnership in health. So I really feel like we're moving out of that time. And that made the body more of a mystery, more unknown. Well, it's only the area for the doctor to know and your mouth is only for the dentist to know. Yeah. And that's really been a part of my work. I'm not a dentist, but I've got teeth yeah. and I need to know how to take care of them on a daily basis instead of once a year at the dentist. Right, because your dentist doesn't live with you unless no. you're married to a dentist <laughs> or you are a dentist, but yeah, that's the thing is, and I was sharing a little bit about my story too, you know, we outsource our health yeah. to the quote expert, but you should be the number one expert on you. You live with you and having that collaborative effort because our physicians, our dentists, these could be helpful people, um, but they're, they're, even the word doctor means teacher. Yeah. You know? And just looking at these are coaches, these are people to work together towards a common goal. Yeah. Because especially if they're a teacher, there's gotta be a goal. Uh, if they're a coach, there's a goal. We're going in the same direction. If your physician or your dentist is not on the same page with you in the direction you want to go, get somebody else. Yeah. You know, we have so many great resources now. And um, I'd love to talk about, so for, first of all, there is this, it's been around a long time, but now it's just grown in awareness of holistic dentistry. So can we talk about, you mentioned mercury earlier mm -hmm. a couple of times. What is the danger i mean i know a lot of people know but just let's recap the mm -hmm. danger of having mercury in the mouth which is still a lot of people do and what is an alternative if somebody needs a filling mm -hmm. yeah so mercury fillings are those silver fillings because i've definitely run into people before they're like oh i don't have the mercury i have the silver but if it's silver colored it's the amalgam filling and not only is the mercury toxic it's the whole combo there's copper and nickel in there as well and um when a dentist removes mercury from your mouth, there's a whole hazmat protocol. That mercury doesn't change when it's left your mouth. So they have to like, I mean, it's full hazmat. It's a biohazard. But again, it didn't change. It didn't alchemize once it left your mouth. So it's in your mouth. And what we now know is that whether that filling is a day old or 40 years old, it releases mercury vapors into the body 24-7 with only increasing by 1,500% when you're chewing or drinking hot liquids. Oh my gosh. I live on a beautiful small lake. It's about 26 acres. If two mercury fillings were tossed into that lake, it would be deemed unswimmable. That's crazy. By the EPA. These are EPA stats. Yeah. And yet we are implanting mercury fillings inches from our brain on children, pregnant women, and just all, everybody, men, everybody. So it's, it's one it's of the insane. most toxic substances yes. humans play with. And yes. we're like, I always throw it in some teeth. Yeah, just oh apparently because it was used because it like it melds really easily, yeah. and then it's still recommended for children if they're a bit more squirmish in the dental chair because mm. it's easier to apply. But I mean, many countries have banned it. We just have to catch up. I mean, obviously there's some vested interests that might be making it harder to remove. And then, so if you need a filling, I mean, also like, do you need a filling? Like hopefully you're really at a dentist that's seeing that. And what also, 
what we don't know, we didn't learn growing up is, and like I explained a while ago, is I did reverse the beginning of a cavity and you can reverse cavities. You have to, because it's a sign from your body that you're not getting something. So it doesn't always go back to pure white, but they will solidify and you will literally not have a cavity anymore. It's an infection. If our hand was infected, our skin was infected, we can heal it and it would close up. It's the same with the mouth. So we also need to just kind of know that there's a paradigm shift there that we can, we can know. Um, so yeah, and then there's, and then you want to have the cleanest, you know, filling options possible, mm -hmm. which there's still room for improvement there. But if you really are seeing a holistic, a biological dentist, then they should have the cleanest options available. Mm -hmm. So one of those be like uh, porcelain? Porcelain has nickel in it. Mm -hmm. So I actually, and it's way more expensive. So everybody can just let go of that one. Cause mm -hmm. I used to think it was better, but it isn't. So you're just going to look for like, um, different fillings there's more ceramic now mm -hmm. i mean there's bpa free but i just feel like that's actually pretty bs yeah. because it's a tricky place to get into plastic yeah so hopefully you can just actually prevent it maybe you yeah. won't need a filling there will be stems we will be able to grow new teeth through stem cells any moment now mm. they have done it um it's just not like a in all the widely available though. yeah they kind of put a little like um mm. shape casing and then it kind of grows in there interesting so well, there's hope for the future yeah yeah, yeah. and that, that makes me think about the past mm -hmm. um when i would you know if i'm looking at old documentaries or even shows based on like older times yeah. like um uh you know uh, the witcher on netflix is like this like uh fantasy but they're like swords and riding horses and you know dragons that kind of thing and i literally i'm sitting there a lot of times and i'll see like two people in close contact, you know, maybe it's like the love interest situation. I'm just like, this was back then, minus the dragons. Like, I bet their breath stinks, yeah, you know? I'm just like, like, how are they taking care of their teeth? They didn't have toothbrushes. And that's my question for you mm -hmm. is just like, these, a lot of these things are newer inventions. Mm -hmm. And so what were humans doing prior? Because you would think we'd have, you know, poor tooth health, but that wasn't the case even when we find you know, uh, remains of yes. people like they are elderly and also have still have their teeth and they're healthy. Yeah. That well, that's due to the diets, generally speaking, and yeah. in and different cultures like Ayurveda or people that had really early med medicinal systems going on. I mean, they were using all the plants to take care. They were chewing on on sticks and branches, and mm -hmm. in in North America it would have been like dogwood twigs, and mm -hmm. there could be neem or mastic. In Kenya, my wife's country, yeah. she would chew sugarcane. Oh, how interesting Ironically, is that? Ironically, yeah. Yes, <laughs> yeah, so you can see it's pretty mineral rich. And then really, thankfully for the work of Dr. Weston Price, who was the president of the American Dental Association in the 1930s, and then he traveled around the world sort of like Indiana Jones style with his wife, and they went to like the Pacific Coast or the Hebrides in, in Scottish islands and or like tropical places and or in the Swiss Alps, looking at like the difference between the skulls of the St. Tropez tourists town or the mountain town where they were still eating their sourdough bread and grass-fed butter and like able to examine the skulls that they kept in the church you know what I mean I don't know why they kept them in the basement of the church but um it was good <laughs> for him he could see that there was integrity so yeah. the Saint Tropez skulls were all like decayed and everything or in the Hebrides you'd have twins one lived inland one lived at the port so he was able to eat the jams and the scones and stuff and just like total decay where the brotherhood traditionally still had his you know full teeth and structure of his head because it affects right the growth of our teeth and jaw is going to ref reflect our, the skull as an adult oh my gosh that's so fascinating and plus we have the in, quote internal toothbrush yes the invisible toothbrush. yeah and that was all working back then, yeah generally yeah. speaking oh man so fascinating and so but with that said you know our culture today and even just having a little bit more quote hygiene and uh, which is helpful because again if we're talking and i'm smelling like you know your uh i don't know the deer meat you ate or whatever i don't know <laughs> it might not be pleasant deer yeah. meat and coffee whatever and um so taking care of our teeth today toothbrushes mm -hmm. um, there's a lot of different options but are we even using them correctly that's the thing because you know there's like harder bristles and things like that. Can, let's talk about that a little bit. Yeah, so that's, that is important. Everybody should use a soft bristled head. 
even like a big macho man, he just needs that <laughs> soft one. And then, you know, you want to you wanna cleanse your toothbrush often too. So you can just have a like a 3% hydrogen peroxide solution at night and you could dip it in there and rinse it off in the morning because we want to, we don't want to keep recycling, bringing in the older bacteria and stuff. So that's important. And every family member should kind of keep their toothbrushes spread apart because mm -hmm. they will, the bacteria will jump around. So you want to do that. And then your toothbrush six months down the road should look like the bristles should look like the day you bought it. You don't want them splayed in any way. If they're spread like that, that means you're brushing way too hard. Mm. And we have a serious issue with receding gums and part of that is from brushing too hard. Mm. And also we go back and forth, back and forth, yeah. and you don't want to do that either. You want to go from the gum down on the top row and the gum up on the bottom row. So you just, you do a lift on the back and you'll get it, you know, you gotta do it a little bit slower and you'll get used to that new rhythm. But it's very important because that gum line, the, where the gum and the teeth meet is where a lot can go off. Yeah and that the enamel there isn't the same. So you can get those gum line cavities once the gums start receding. And so I talk in my book about, uh, you know, you want your gums like a turtleneck around all the teeth and you don't want to be getting into like a cowl neck V-neck situation. Mm. <laughs> so we really have to take care of that. And we even have these syringes that are blunt tipped and you could put some baking soda water in there. So that's like a nice alkaline water, a couple drops of the dental serum, and then you can flush out all the gum pockets of the bacteria and the plaque and then the gums will start coming back down around the teeth mm, i love that so much that's great analogy the turtleneck yeah. it's the only turtleneck i want yeah. I, I do not like turtlenecks at all my wife loves them uh it just feels like somebody really weak is choking me <laughs> all day you know and um it's i think it's um again this is a big paradigm shift because for a lot of us we're just trying to get the stuff off of our teeth yeah. right the plaque and so we're going to be scrubbing hard. So um, that's a huge insight. Now, what about the type of toothbrush itself? Are you yeah, recommend electric toothbrushes? I or? love, so I have, I, in my eight steps, I talk about using two different toothbrushes. And I love, there's an ionic toothbrush. And what that does is through light, it actually takes, clears up 40% of the plaque just through the working with the negative ions. Mm. So that's just a manual one. And that's really good for the first part where you're really focusing on the gums because you do want to get up there and actually brush the gum a bit too. That will stimulate it and massage it. And then for the next phase, um, using an electric toothbrush, you know, there's there's a whole bunch out there. I, I like there's a little round-headed one because that's going to be like it's a different shape than the manual toothbrush and it can really get in behind the front rows, mm. which can get a lot more plaque because there's some glands there. And then that phase is like you're really just sort of working on buffing the teeth in that. So the first time you're really working with the teeth, the gums and then the teeth. And the second one, you're really polishing those teeth avoiding the gums a bit and that's like kind of you know really buffing them and clearing off the plaque hmm. and even with that if you use like a dental serum or just a, a pinch of baking soda and you get a bit of grit it will be very cleansing oh my god this is so fascinating um i think that we've covered a lot of ground here the thing i think would be of great interest would be helping with cavities so mm -hmm. is that a protocol in your book that people can look at. Yeah, it's in there and the it's a little bit deeper of a discussion on some level, but on one level it's it is easy to understand. There probably needs to be a dietary change. Yeah. Something's not being met. And then sort of a checklist you can go through, like, are you mouth breathing? That's a huge one for kids and adults, um, but especially for kids because they, their faces will literally grow into a different shape. Hmm. Um, you know, not that the one that was sort of meant. Mm -hmm. um, so you want to prevent that, which could be like eliminating dairy or just finding out the cause of the mouth breathing, or maybe there needs to be some osteopathy or something to kind of get into realignment. And then when adults stop mouth, because again, if you're mouth breathing, you're not allowing the saliva. Our teeth really are like in a sea of alkalinity. And so, you know, there's the saliva is very important. And when we're mouth breathing, we're drying all that up. Mm and not even getting enough oxygen. So it actually really transforms people's lives. It can be a very radical thing to do, which is use mouth tape for an adult. And then you wake up like refreshed and rejuvenated because you actually got oxygen all night long and you're using your nose to breathe. So that's important. You kind of got to go through a checklist. And then the eight steps um, using some of our very potent dental serums have really turned people around. Like, I mean, 
I'm amazed at the feedback we get and the dentist going, I don't know what you're doing, but keep yeah. it up. Yeah, that's exactly what I heard with my spinal condition when I was 20. Oh, yeah. When they see the new scan, they're like, whatever you're doing, keep doing it. Yeah, but somehow I'm not curious enough to actually yeah. find out what you did. But <laughs> Let me help some other people with this data. Yeah. Uh, this is so awesome. Uh, so while we're talking about your book, can you let people know where they can find your book and where they can find your product line as well? Yeah, we're, our books, our books anywhere books are sold and on our website, which is livinglibations.com. And uh, we have all the dental and beautiful things there. And we have a lot of articles too there's the eight steps in there I think we have an article on braces and so you, there's a lot to dive into and also feel free to email us we will answer any and all questions we have a deeply educated team and we also do free consults for people like a half hour video call and you can ask anything so we have that as well that's amazing oh my goodness okay final question um, what is the model that you're here to set for other people with how you live your life personally? Hmm. Well, for me, uh, you know, I'd like to set my own standards of integrity and live in that alignment. And um, I think people can feel that in what we create and um, in the research in my book. So I love to just cut out the BS and also find the most exquisite um, materials to work with that the planet has to offer mm. and then from there make all these beautiful concoctions so also in my lifestyle we always just aim for just finding the finest uh, things to you know be surrounded by and ingest and partake in because we deserve it and we do and it's oh. fun to me that's a banquet that's just so abundant and fun so it's like maybe we've talked about a lot of things or maybe in your podcast you're like don't do this this and that but then a whole other world opens up yeah. and um, life gets a little more beautiful yeah. yeah and this was beautiful thank you thank so you. much for sharing your brilliance i'm so glad that you were being a little chemist mixing stuff together <laughs> when you were a kid so you could help all of us today this has been awesome thank you you're welcome everybody thank you so much for tuning into the show today i hope you got a lot of value out of this I mean, we went from uh, leaky gums to understanding the impact potentially of mouth breathing and how this impacts our cardiovascular system. We really need to take care of our teeth and our oral care. And when she talked about mouth breathing, I was thinking about Puff Daddy, uh, Sean Puffy Combs. Because when I see him, he's always like, you know, I'm just like, close your mouth. You know, I know he's mouth breathing, but he's been successful. But bottom line is truly training ourselves to breathe correctly. Uh, because all of these small things do have an impact. And uh, I think that first and foremost, um, today is just about shifting our paradigm a little bit. A big thing for me was the toothbrush. Like that is blown my mind. And I think for a lot of us, like at the end of a couple months, our toothbrushes are looking like you've been cleaning floors with them. You know what I mean? They just, they've just been beaten down so much. And so backing off on those things, understanding first and foremost that our the health of our teeth is literally from the inside out and making sure that we're well nourished, that we're eating plenty of, of healthy teeth nutrients, which is talked about in her book as well. And for the topical stuff, we need to shift away from this heavily uh, chemicalized and dangerous ingredients that are in so many different toothpastes. You know, um, no disrespect to Colgate, Crest, Aqua Fresh. What is the other one that I used to have? There's so many, you know, and then also for our children as well, you know, at least, at the least we can start to upgrade and get uh, products that have more natural ingredients, but even those, let's get to the simplicity, you know, and do some of the basic stuff. And don't be afraid of like having stank mouth, all right, because we can find natural things that can help to um, accentuate that good smelling breath, all right? But again, this is from the inside out. Your mouth is connected to things deeper in your body. So when you smell somebody's, it's like something died in there? Maybe it did, all right? So inside out, making sure that we're eating good, clean, healthy food, taking care of our teeth. Uh, when we're, I'm sure we can, um, with our toothpaste, like she mentioned, we can add actual essential oil of mint and it has benefits, right? Essential oil of mint. I didn't even know it was a thing. And it has benefits not just a, a flavor sensation, but it actually has some benefits being, you know, as you mentioned, these essential oils, antiviral, antibacterial, anti-inflammatory, so many cool things. All right, so I hope you got a lot of value out of this and this shifted your paradigm a little bit to take better care of your teeth. 
moving forward. And we've got some epic powerhouse shows coming your way soon, but none more important than today. So make sure to share this out with the people you care about on social media. And of course, you could tag me. Are you, are you on yeah, uh, Instagram and all of them? Mm -hmm. What's their Living handle? Libations. Living Libations. Tag Living Libations. And let everybody know what you thought about the episode. All right. I appreciate you guys so much. Take care. Have an amazing day. And I'll talk with you soon. And for more after the show, make sure to head over to themodelhealthshow.com. That's where you can find all of the show notes. You can find transcriptions, videos for each episode. And if you got a comment, you can leave me a comment there as well. And please make sure to head over to iTunes and leave us a rating to let everybody know that the show is awesome. And I appreciate that so much. And take care. I promise to keep giving you more powerful, empowering, great content to help you transform your life. Thanks for tuning in.